Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover him and find purpose today. I walked in this morning, Brian was playing that song, I Know My Redeemer Lives. That's an old song. I said, God, this has to be you. You know, the first time I heard that song was after I was 21 days in intensive care. I was laying there in the bed. And my wife, she put music or scripture on my ears 24-7. Everybody left the room. They told me not to stand up. So guess what I decided to do? Stand up. I stood up in that room. I'll never forget. I stood up in that hospital room. I looked out the window. I saw outside for the first time in 21 days. And there was a deer standing there by a pond outside Oakland Hospital on the backside. And that song came on. I know my Redeemer lives. Yeah. I know. I know that my Redeemer lives. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I, I don't know how any long any of us will live. I don't know that. But I know this. There's a promise of God. There's a love that's stronger than death. There's, there's, a, there's a time that everybody's going to have to reckon their life before God. Weigh our life. Weighs in the balance. And if you're not right with God, I'm telling you, it's now. Not later. It's now. Not later. So Job, Job, Job's back to ground zero. His life has been flattened. He's, he's trying to sort out even who his, his friends and enemies are. He's lost everything financially, physically. He's, his skin is, is all messed up with boils, and he's, he's, he's itching so bad. And I've been through that. He's itching so bad, he's scraping himself with pieces of pottery. He's sitting on an ash heap of his whole life that's been burned up. His whole life has been burned up. He's lost everything. Everybody, everybody's gone. His family's gone. His, his herds are gone. His wealth is gone. And he, and, and he says, I know one thing. My Redeemer lives. He said, and he shall stand at last on the earth. And he says, and after my skin is destroyed, this I know that in my flesh I shall see God. Whom I see for myself. I don't want you to believe any of this for me. I want you to believe it for yourself. I don't want you to walk in faith because I said, or because of my life. I want you to walk in faith for yourself, for yourself. Because there's times in life, in the middle of the night, it'll be you and God and the devil. And God and the devil is both talking about you. You got to decide who you're going to believe. You got to decide if you're going to believe God or you're going to believe the enemy or you're going to believe the voice of your flesh about your situation. And you got to you got to sometimes come back to ground zero and say I know my redeemer lives. Y'all can just do whatever you want. You can get all jacked up in my face. I don't care, devil. You got to go. Cuz I know 
my Redeemer list. <laughs> I don't know much. I'm on a need-to-know basis. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I'm not that smart. But I know something. When you walk by faith and not by sight, you will prevail every single time. And if God kept his promise to a dead man, he's going to keep his promise to me, and he'll keep his promise to you. You can guarantee it. You can guarantee it because God's not a liar. He's not a liar. He said, I'll see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another, how my heart yearns within me, man. There's this day that we're going to see the Lord, and he's going to see us. I believe, Listen, I believe that when we see him that day in heaven, it, there's just going to be this communication where we don't have to say nothing. But there's just this hot oil burning with inside of us of the love from this passionate Savior that we have, Jesus, who died for us and who loves us so much. Listen, Job was like, I know one thing. I'm going to be there, and he's going to be there. That's what he was saying. I, I don't know what else might happen. I'm going to be there, and he's going to be there. You know what I knew this morning when I came to church? He's going to be here. I'm going to be here. I don't know who else is going to be here, but I'm going to be here, and he's going to be here. My Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. Now's the time to walk by faith, not later. Luke 6, 48. You can't, it talks about the man who built his house. I mean, you know, storms come to all of us. Anybody ever been in a big storm? Anybody ever been in a storm season? You lived in a hurricane season, so to speak, in your life. He says there, he says, this man dug deep. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid on the foundation a rock. And when the flood arose and the stream beat vehemently against the house, it could not shake it for it was founded on the rock. Can I tell you when to build your house strong? Before the storm. Anybody knows anything about building knows you can't do a foundation when it's storming. You can't lay a foundation after the storm already hits. It's too late. It's, even the three little pigs knew that. The big bad wolf's going to come. I said, the big bad wolf's going to come to your life. That's not negative. That's just a fact. The big bad wolf is going to come, and he's going to huff, and he's going to puff, and he's going to blow on your house. I don't know why. This is what gets me about social media, is all these posts of people surprised there's trouble. Oh, my word, I had a horrible day. Duh. You never had one before? Come on. To me, that's not praiseworthy. <laughs> Come on, show me how you overcame. You know, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll get back to this. You, you got to build your foundation before the storm hits. That's why it's now, not later. You may not be, have one symptom in your body right now, but now's the time to build your faith for healing. I study along the lines of faith and healing every single day of my life because I learned something. I had to try to build a foundation in a storm. Come on. I was told you will not live. I had to build a foundation in a storm. I don't suggest that. Because it takes radical. You can think you know faith. You can think you have faith. Wait till the storm hits your house. Right? We used to live on Bear Creek, my dad. 1972, that's a long time ago. Don't judge me. 1972, I was a little kid. I was never little, but anyhow. In 1972, I was a little kid, and, and, and it's like they, they was calling for this storm, man, Hurricane Agnes. I believe it was. My dad, it was his day off. 
My dad, when it was his day off, he worked very hard. When it was his day off, he wanted to sleep in, now at least till 7 o'clock. He got up at 3 o'clock every day of his life. My mom goes, Leroy, creek's rising. Or creek, depending on where you're from. Leroy, creek's getting higher. It'll be all right. That night before, we took everything in our basement, put it up on blocks. We, we, we thought we was prepared. Everything going. Next thing you know, Leroy, the creek just came through the bank. Alert. Alert. My dad's up and out of bed. That, about that time, I heard the garage door bust. Bam. Creek's in the house. Creek's in the house. <laughs> there goes the washer. <laughs> there goes the dryer. <laughs> there goes the freezer, right? It's all going down. We thought we was prepared. But it was no time then to build a wall. There was no time then, maybe we should have raised this house another five feet when we built it. There was no time then to do anything but scramble, to try to save what we had. And what I'm telling you today is when, when you get the report of there's cancer, it's too late to build a foundation. You got to have one when the news hits. You got to have one when the doctor gives you a report. You can build, you can build by God, by supernatural faith. I'm proof you can build, but if you don't, if you don't take heed and say, now, not later, you, when, when that news comes, you're okay. Because you see, you live by faith and not by sight. The second time it happened in my life, my wife looked at the doctor and she said, you don't know our God. <laughs> you don't know our God. I, I'm not trying to just come and make, I know I can't touch everybody's whys and ifs and misunderstandings about healing and about God or whatever. I'm here to build your faith for you to, to tell you now in life. Now is the time. Now is the time to live by faith and not by sight. Build the house. When, when the doctor starts talking about your medical history, how many know these doctors like, like you, now it's like, well, first of all, they ask this stupid question. All the, every time you ever go to the emergency room or anywhere, have you fallen in the last six months? Honey, I fall about every day. No, I'm just teasing. But like, it's like, and you know, like, if I give them the wrong answer, they're going to put me in a nursing home or something, you know, it's like, you, you, you know, so why they ask you that question? Do you feel threatened at home? Yeah. When I don't take the trash and when there's no toilet paper in the bathroom, I feel threatened. Amen. Do you? I'm afraid to say any jokes even. Like, I don't even say stuff. Like, I think it, but I don't say it because I'm afraid to go put me in a nursing home because I fell last week, you know? I want to push them and say, you fall lately? Huh? You been falling, honey? Huh? Watch that gurney. You know, you just tripped there. Amen? Okay, listen. <laughs> it's just the way I think. I'm sorry. God has done a work in me, but listen, he's still working. But when the, listen, when the doctor starts 
when the doctor starts telling you, well, you know, your mom died of this, and your, your uncle died of this, and your, your grandma died of this, you just need to be saying, under your breath, ain't that'll never take me. That'll never take me in Jesus' name. I got on my little exercise bike in my bedroom one day, and I just started shouting. Nobody around, cancer, you'll never take me. You'll never take me out. Heart disease, you'll never take me. Blood pressure, you're not going to take me. I did. I swear the dogs are barking outside. Amen. You can say, that's crazy. That's radical faith. I don't go and do that in somebody's face or go to McDonald's and do it for a show. I was in my bedroom on my little exercise bicycle. Bicycle, bicycle, whatever. Anyhow, little thing there. Anyhow, my wife said I could stay there as long as it don't become a coat rack. That makes me afraid too. Anyhow. Okay. <laughs> Whatever's in your family line, you need to declare it will never take me. It will never take me. You also need to, to, to exercise and do whatever you need to do to take care of your temple, but you need, to, you need to, right now, you need to build a foundation. That ain't going to take me out. I may have had cancer three times, but it ain't going to take me out. The cancer's not going to take me. I'm going to go when it's my time to go, and God's going to let me live at least 77 years, and however long I want to live past that, I'm going to stand on the Word, and I'm going to live however long I'm supposed to live. Amen? And you need to declare it. And even if you're like Joseph, in the end, what you, what you, when your family's around and you're leaving, you need to be able to say, listen, I'm going to the promised land. You better meet me there. I know it's real. I don't care if you got kids that don't believe in God or family that don't believe in God. You need to say, I'm going to heaven, and I plan on seeing you there. And you're going to get there some way. Because I prayed for you. I prayed for you, little hide, ever since you've been born and before you was born. And you're going to meet me in heaven. You understand me? Amen. And I'm so sure of this thing. I want to be like my grandma. I want to be so sure of this thing that I met with the Lord last night and I am going home. But Mike, you will amount to something. I can't wait to see her in heaven. Huh? She, she, I I don't know what, I know she knows. I know they're cheering us on. They got a ringside seat. I know not everybody goes to heaven. I know she did. Amen. Amen. You need to, you know, you need to get up. Can I tell you something? You can dismiss diseases in your life. You can speak to them. You can dismiss the enemy from your family. You got that authority in your family. You have authority to dismiss the enemy. You can dismiss the spirit of suicide in your family line. If there's a suicide issue in your family line, you need to get up and say, I dismiss you in the name of Jesus. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.